just crazy how um, we're in 2020 and we're still talking about race. Every one of us human beings, regardless of the color of our skin, our height, our demographic, our social status, we have the same features. We have two eyes, we have one nose, we have two set of lips, two hands, two legs. Our anatomy is the same. How we reason and how we tackle different things, tasks in our day-to-day lives is the same. We may have differences in how we think, how we react to things, but generally we act the same. But we still cannot agree on race. That we are different, we have different pigmentation of skin does not mean we're different. We're still human beings, we still bleed red. But in 2020, racism is still relevant. It's still it's still a pandemic that is afflicting people of color, especially black people. And people like to talk about, hey, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. You know, let's not talk about it. Especially before COVID hit. People didn't like to talk about race. I'm going to say, a lot of white people didn't like talking about race pre-COVID. But now it's more televised. And now we have COVID, we have a pandemic that is afflicting us and it kind of keep, keeps all the things that keep us busy at bay and gives us more time to focus on racism and that could be like a blessing in disguise to have people actually talk about racism because I feel like racism is a, it's a subject yeah it could be touchy it could be sensitive to to relieve, to talk about, to something we want to ignore, or some people want to ignore and pretend it didn't happen, and wish you go, it goes away. You know, it's like that monster under your bed. You wish if you could just close your eyes and dream away, it's gonna disappear. But it doesn't go away like that because it's a serious topic. It's a serious discussion to have. Racism is still relevant. Years and years after black people were discriminated against and told not to go into different restaurants, different restrooms, to sit at the back of the bus, and different things that lynching and all that, not allowed to vote and all that. And we're still here, still trying to t- still trying to make people understand that we are human beings, just as every other race is. 
just as a white man is a human being, a white woman is a human being, so is a black man, a black woman, human being, they are, they are human beings as well. Chinese, Indians, whatever, wherever you're from, you're still a human being. And it is incredible to see that people in 2020 still don't grasp that or pretend not to grasp that or refuse to grasp that or are too wicked to accept that. It hurts. That when someone like George Floyd was killed by a police officer by when the police officer had his knee on his neck for over eight minutes for over eight minutes and you see a human being die that people still say or comment on the video or say something relating to the post and say but he was a criminal he had a criminal record that's just another level of wickedness because we leave The main point, we change the narrative and, and now we're talking about his life history instead of focusing on the issue at hand and talking about how this man was treated worse than an animal. A human being like yourself was kneeled on for more than eight minutes with both hands handcuffed behind his back. And he cried out for his dead mom. He was not resisting arrest. But he was treated unfairly and yet people still want to talk about how he was a criminal in my understanding a criminal is sent arrested and sent to jail so that he could be tried under the law for his crime. That's the job of the police to take the criminal in to be tried under the law. I don't want to go into if Judge Floyd was a criminal or not. I really don't care about that now. I care about how 
he was treated by the cops who were supposed to take him in. And why they were called on him was because of a $20 fraud. Now, I'm not trying to say belittle any crime. This, this was allegedly, so I can't come out and say, oh, yeah, he did that. But he allegedly did that. So if he allegedly did commit that, then he was in the wrong. But still, you don't treat someone like that. We had the guy who killed nine people in church. The white guy who killed nine people in church in the States and he was taken in, arrested, like you should do on any human being. And he was taken to Burger King on the way because he was hungry. Now that's a, how you should treat a human being, regard, regardless of how they look. That's how George Floyd should have been treated. He didn't kill nine people, especially nine people in the church who weren't doing nobody any harm. Not saying killing people, you should do kill people if they, whatever. I mean, if you're being, if you're being targeted, and you're doing it in self-defense and you kill someone, that's okay in my book. But killing nine people who weren't doing nothing to you, you just went in, you decided, oh, today I'm going to kill you. After doing that, the police just arrest you calmly and take you to Burger King on the way to, the, to, the, to prison or jail or whatever. And then give you a fair chance to get tried like a human being and it just makes me sad that we're in 2020 and 2020 is almost done today is September 5th we're still talking about race and still trying to put it into people's hearts and make them understand how the system affects black people, how it treats black people differently than it treats white people. But what I understand from this is these white people who are racist this white supremacist act this way towards black people because they do not fathom from their high chairs, from their from their height of privilege, they can't see the suffering of a black man. They don't understand it. So because they don't understand it, they den they're in denial of it. What they see is black people who are in a country where many resources are available 
but not to those black people, but it, those resources seem available to everybody. So these white people, most of them, think you should be thankful for being in this country filled with these resources. You should be thankful that you are allowed to benefit from these resources. When these resources are not created or not available readily for black people, there are a lot of barriers that black people have to cross in order to get to those resources that white people don't even see or even come across before they get those resources. Every day, a black man is killed by a police officer I was killed by the words of a white supremacist or a white person who's racist. It's a sad day for every black person because it reminds us that the struggle of racism keeps being an ongoing battle. So as I sit here on this Saturday evening to reflect on things that have been going on in the black community, I can't help but think that we have come a long way. Oh yes, we have. Black people have come a long way. But we still have a long way to go over a little matter of race. Racism still exists. The wickedness in the hearts of people is unfathomable. It's incredible. In 2020, we still chanting, we're still stating Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. That's what we're fighting over. We're not saying Black Lives are better. It's like simple English. Black Lives Matter. We're not saying Black Lives Matter the most. We're just saying Black Lives Matter. And people still fight that because they are insecure in their own lives. Now, if I came to you and I said I'm handsome, you're not going to come to me and say, hey, what about me? I'm handsome too. But if you're insecure in your, your looks, then you're gonna be like, oh, what about me? I'm handsome too. But when I said I'm handsome, I never said I'm more handsome than you. I never said I'm the only handsome person ever. I just said I'm handsome. 
So when I say black lives matter, I'm not saying white lives don't matter. I'm not saying brown lives don't matter. I'm not saying yellow lives don't matter. I'm not saying purple lives don't matter. I'm not saying blue lives don't matter. I'm just saying right now, I'm just trying to make a point that black lives matter. And we still fight about that. We still fight about that. We still fight about Black Lives Matter. When we're trying to achieve equality for all human beings. We're still, we're still fighting about Black Lives Matter. A lot of white people who are racist think Maybe they're acting out of fear, out of guilt. The things that black people are going on. Form a revolution and try to fight them or kill them for what their ancestors did or whatever. But no, black people, we're better than this. Black, the black race, the black people are the, the, the most forgiven race I've ever come across. Black people in the middle of protesting or against cops killing innocent black people and treating black people unfairly in the middle of those protests have come to the rescue, have come to the aid of police officers. Right in the middle of the protest when everything is heated up, they still put that aside come to the aid of police officers and try to lead, be leaders in creating uh, peace. But we're still talking about Black Lives Matter. In 2020, we're still trying to make people understand that Black Lives Matter. It's a simple phrase that just states what it is about. It's, I don't understand how white people who knew English, got to know English more than uh, uh, before were black people don't understand that phrase. Black lives matter. That's all we're saying. We're not saying other lives don't matter. So I think people just, the wickedness in the hearts of people are just clouding their judgment and their humanity for other human beings like themselves. And it's a sad, sad thing to, 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 to see, to experience that when people when you have seen videos of racism, videos where protests of where people are protesting in social injustice, and you see people reacting to those videos with a haha, you see the laughs, you see the 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 joy in people's heart by laughing at those people's pain. 
I see it all the time. It's on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want to do. You see people saying, oh, condemning that person who died or whatever, condemning those people who are protesting, calling them low lives and all that. You see people doing all those on the internet because nowadays people are strong, people are brave, people are, uh, feel stronger behind the keyboards, you know, behind computers. Because if you took away the guns and you said, and you took away the computers and say, come and say all those things that you've been saying behind in in the comfort of your, home, of your home, behind computers, behind keyboards. If you say, come and say those things without your guns and whatever in front of the same people, those people, wouldn't, they wouldn't say it. But nowadays we have computers, we have technology where you can say whatever you want to say miles away from where something is happening and feel strong feel powerful but yet you can't comprehend that black lives matter it's a really sad sad thing to to live through that my grandparents my great grandparents my parents my ancestors living through it and my kids are going to live through it my grandkids are going to live through it and so the cycle continues we focus on things that are less important than things that are of high importance. But I know to all my black brothers and black sisters out there, I want to encourage every one of you to keep pushing on. You're more than you think you are. You're strong. And although you feel vulnerable at times, you're special. You're magic. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. Educate yourself. Fate, have hope, stay strong, stay united. Because I want to encourage you and I want to tell you that 
we will get through this. We've been through worse. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There is light at the end of the tunnel. I appreciate and I love every one of you who listen to me reflect on the state of 2020 as it relates to race. Even as this weekend um, gradually rolls by, I hope you guys have a great one. I love you all. I wish you guys peace, love, joy, and every happiness you can think of. God bless.